Hey everybody, welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always, my Canadian co-host, Mike. Hey. And John. The Australian-American co-host. Yeah, I was going to imply that you were Canadian there. So you're looking at, uh, we're looking at volume 28 from May of 1993. And the cover game is Batman Returns, the game based on the movie, it, based on the comic, based book. on the, <laughs> based on Tim Burton never having read a Batman comic book. Apparently, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Batman Returns is like one of those. It's like such an odd movie because it was. I mean, yeah, it's Batman, but like, what the Penguin wants to throw all the ki- firstborn kids of. Gotham into like a lake of sewage is basically the plot. He right? wants to turn them all into him, right? Yeah. Is that the whole plot? Well, yeah. But, uh, like, but he wants to like kill off all the kids. <laughs> oh, I thought he was gonna like mutate them into him or something. No, because he had like bombs and shit. Like he he didn't want any uh, replacements. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Well, it's just we- it's like it's more a Tim Burton movie than a Batman movie. Yeah. Really. Tim, I'm so uh, over like you know, Tim Burton. And uh, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny Depp is Batman. It's like, <laughs> That'd be amazing. John, it's every movie of Johnny Depp now. I mean, for the last what eight years has just been. Here's Johnny Depp wearing a bunch of makeup, you know. <laughs> and then if when you know it's a Tim Burton film, it's like, oh, here's Johnny Depp and Tim Burton making a weird, quirky, you know, gothic comedy thing. Yeah, you liked it in, in Edward Scissorhands, and we've crammed it down your throat ever since. Haven't changed a thing. <clears throat> <laughs> Remember Nightmare Before Christmas? That was fun in mm-hmm. the 90s, right? That was great the first time. Let's have a watered-down sequel <laughs> called Corpse Bride. <laughs> you remember this fondly because Schumacher fucked Batman up way <laughs> more than Jim Burton <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I, there's a little bit of resentment built into my childhood there, I think. Wait, yeah, so. did you really? <laughs> I don't know. Batman Returns is kind of dark and weird. Um, it is really weird. It's it's super, like, messed up. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer gets thrown off a building and, like, brought back to life by cats. Mm-hmm. And then, like, totally grinds Michael Keaton's I nuts. I remember that. Like, it's... It's uh, it brought about many of our puberties, I would assume, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she could uh, bring about some, you know, dangerous minds out of that one. Yeah, right? I need to go back and watch so. uh, the uh, these two movies, Batman, Batman Returns. I haven't seen them forever. Yeah. Anyway, so. The cover, it's really more a Batman Returns, like, movie cover than a game cover, because it's totally, like, Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and a poster, like, for the Penguin in the back. Oh, and by the way, like, in a fun little, I don't remember if you remember it, but Christopher Walken basically tries to get, or, or gets Danny DeVito as Penguin elected as mayor as part of the oh, does he? Too, which well, is which, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I thought you were going to say... Uh, which is ridiculous, because Chris- no one would elect a psychotic criminal as into anything. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah um i thought i thought you were gonna say that christopher walken uh he applied for the role of um batman (laughs) oh that'd be amazing i am the the batman mistletoe can be Uh, deadly 
if you eat it. Alfred, would it would it kill you to get some food in here or something? <laughs> Robin, uh, to the bat cave. <laughs> when my, when, I'll cut your face with a soldering iron. When my mother died, she dropped her pearls, but my father never dropped his watch because he smartly tucked it up his ass. And what? You never saw that scene in Pulp Fiction? I don't know what. He's like, hello, little man. Oh. <laughs> Been a while since I've seen that one, too. Uh, I've never realized how much I needed Chris Walken as Batman <laughs> in the movie in my life. Just think about it. He could have been dancing, too. <coughs> oh, oh, man. Like Adam, oh, my God. If he did Adam West all Batman. Let's swing, <laughs> baby. You'll all be wearing gold-plated diapers. <laughs> oh, and we're I got a well fever, the and the only cure Welcome. is anti-Joker laughing gas pills. Luckily, they're in my belt. <laughs> I've got a fever. It's not a bad Chris. And Walken. the only prescription <laughs> is more cat woman. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only cure is uh. more batarang. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm like, this is a what thing we need. Walking returns. We rate? need to make this. Walking returns, yes. What was the bat, the Adam West bat? Was it the Batuzzi? Is that oh, the Batman yes. dance that they came up with? Let's swing to the, <laughs> to the oldies that they played on the radio, Robin. Uh, anyway. Oh, wait, so we're uh, well off the rails. Only <laughs> we haven't even seen the cover. Uh, Meanwhile, can I just say Batman looks horrified in this cover? I mean, it looks like he was like asking, "So are they are they ready? Like, is the crew ready to to take the picture?" Like, it looks like he's not posing for anything. He just looks perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like he just like seriously, you're going to impound my car? That <laughs> you know I'm Batman, right? I need this to solve crimes. No, sir. We're uh, we gotta take it down. It was parked illegally. Sorry, the guy up on like the winch is going. <laughs> you He's booted. Like, you, you booted my. Be shitting me. You booted my car. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's getting towed in front of him. I saved you from friggin' Joker gas just last year. Come on. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> He's got. He's got cover. the look on his face. Is like. So you're, you're sure the camera's not going to see that I'm really in my undies, right? <laughs> It, all it's, right. it's all above Let's, the waist. Okay. All right. Okay. You and hear still that? Still, the suit doesn't have bat. The suit doesn't have bat nips, so we're more favorable. Than no, the this, this is the moment. This is the moment he heard, and he's just like, "Well, fuck that! I'm out of the threequel." <laughs> hear that? Hey, Sarah Jessica Parker is here. It's that dead horse we're beating off of the cover. The dead horse is pretty talkative. <laughs> You're beating off a horse? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ben's beating off horses in here. I don't know, everybody. <laughs> anyway. There. I'm telling you, that's the moment he heard, wait a second, Schumacher wants to put what on the suit? Fuck that, I'm out. <laughs> All right. Speak, speaking of beating a dead horse, we have the same ad from last month. Uh, you're smart. What's wrong with your friends? Retro-styled uh, plug for you the ain't, You ain't a club, sap, so. ain't you? Uh, well, let me tell you, buddy, this magazine is swell. It's totally on the level. Hmm. <laughs> I always like that like what was it the family guy impression of the 50s he's like you want a cigarette sandwich yeah I do <laughs> like <laughs> with a side of bourbon <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, then we have the advertisement we've so. seen before, where it literally just lists every sports game for the Super NES. And then we have the mm-hmm. table of contents, and uh, they have a great game in here that they didn't mention on the cover. And by the way, we forgot to mention that this has a preview for Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening for Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back to Super NES. We have the Lost Vikings, which is, yes, Blizzard's first game. Hmm. Super NES uh, sports games, Shadowrun, Batman Returns. And for Game Boy, we talked about Legend of Zelda Link, Link's Awakening. Zen Intergalactic Ninja for Game Boy, Ring Rage, and Great Greed. And then for the NES... Ring Rage. So is that like if you get angry at a girl when she doesn't give you like a rim job? <laughs> no, she, keep, no she, like, she keeps bugging you for a wedding ring, and you're just like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> I got two phones that ring, <laughs> ring, ring. I don't know. Ring Rage to me, it was anyway. me, this made me think of like... Uh, do you remember that horrible local commercial for... Uh, <laughs> That's would be good, people. <laughs> I can't remember who it was for. It was for... Uh, oh, it was for London Gold. London Yeah, that Gold. one. So they had... It's the they best had that jingle London for a long time. Gold and the rings are calling. They had this advertisement mm. where, like, this chick was, like, throwing all this dude's stuff out of their, like, apartment or whatever. Just, like, throwing it all out in the lawn, yeah. right? And so he was, like, mm-hmm. standing at the door, like, oh, baby, you know, what, you know, what's happening? And then, like, um, yeah. and then <laughs> the, the tagline at the end was, uh, he, he just comes in and he, like, gives her, a, like, a jewelry box. And she opens it, she's like, oh, and, like, takes him back. And then the tagline at the end was, like, when she's hot, you bring the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Diamonds, because she'll pretty much. Oh, have like to. oh, that's how it works. <laughs> just just fire some jewelry. Your relationship's fine after that. Just throw some money at it. There's a great women are magpies. There's a great like. <laughs> there was a good. That's <laughs> not bad. There was a good. Uh, what was it? Um, a web video or whatever I saw a while back. It was like a girl throwing the guy's stuff out like of a second floor mm-hmm. apartment and like. He's throwing this stuff back, and like his like bunch of guys stop and like see that he's throwing stuff back in the apartment. They like, like eventually like five or six guys are all like throwing <laughs> stuff back into the <laughs> tire her out. She'll get tired and forget. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like and the tag was like you know you know bros bros need to help bros out or something like that. I, forget I get by with a little help from my friends. I keep my house with a little help from my friends. <laughs> So, and then what else? We have Kirby's Adventure, another Crash Test Dummies game, just what we didn't want, and something called Super Turrican mm-hmm. coming out. Rock right, you so. like a turricane. Uh, turricane. Uh, Let me tell and you then, about uh, a guy we have... named Turricane. What? <laughs> Dylan. Uh, that, the Hurricane uh, boxing the, guy. Yeah, song, the Hurricane right? song by Bob like, Dylan. He had. Yeah. <laughs> There was a like Denzel Washington movie about it. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. How about that? Anyway. All right, we um, got the Dick Nose Jar with the Malamute uh, again, <laughs> and uh, his his friend. Yeah, all's forgiven. Usually, the last five issues we've seen the dog in distress. It looks like uh, all's forgiven. They've patched up. Yeah, he's <laughs> cooking the neighborhood cat in that in that pot. That's why. Yeah, they, they're sitting around. A- and like the dog looks very happy, but like the guy looks like either freezing or terrified of the dog. He's just like <laughs> looking into his eyes, like, 
Please don't hurt me anymore. I'm sorry for writing you all this time on a saddle. <laughs> That's <laughs> no. I think the scoutmaster told him what dessert will be. <laughs> Have you ever? What was that? Have you seen that old SNL skit with like uh, it's Alec Baldwin and Adam Sandler, and uh, Alec Baldwin's playing like the scoutmaster, and Adam Sandler's the scout, and they're like sitting in like by a campfire, and the and Alec Baldwin's just like slowly hitting on him, <laughs> and, like rub, like getting him to run down. He's like, you can rub me down with oil or whatever. And, like Adam Sandler's, no, I'm good. Please, no, thank you. You ever seen that one? No, I don't think so. I'll no. find it. I'll send it to you. But all right, it sounds like uh, the airplane movie scenes. Yeah, I kind of like that that vein. Billy, except like you more ever been graphic. in a uh, men's locker room and you felt something funny. You've been in a Turk, yeah, Turkish spa or a Turkish prison <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you ever been in a Turkish bathhouse, Billy? <laughs> but yeah, it's like that joke, but like carried further. Lovely. So uh, okay. yeah. All right, let's get into the players' pulse here. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. To find the words to describe what's happening with the, with the logo at the top. It's like... Bunch uh, of kids munching on wood for some reason. <laughs> the camping theme has continued, and they've yes. lashed together a bunch of uh, um, sticks and logs for some reason to create the Player's Pulse logo. And there's like kids kind of well, smushed all over it. When you can't get the Lincoln logs to fit, you, you hack the system. <laughs> Jesus. You, you improvise. You make your own rules. So, what's the prompt here? Our P.O. box was stuffed after we put out a call for Players Polls Contest idea in in volume 44. So people are writing in what the Players Poll Contest should be. Mm-hmm. Their ideas for it. I'll do the first okay. one. Joe Purcell from Annandale, Minnesota. How about round trip tickets to a snowboarding championship for four? You get to meet all the pros, and then after that, you get to ride with and take lessons from the winner. You'd also get a free Burton Nitro or Avalanche snowboard. And they say... So you get, <laughs> so you get a snowboard from two wrestlers or a uh, <laughs> mediocre film director? I thought those were, like, uh, gladiators. I thought it said bourbon when I first read it, and I had to, like, stop myself. Mm. Oh, free bourbon? <laughs> yeah! That's that's what I take after hitting the slopes. <laughs> they say it uh, sounds very cool. And by, and, and by slopes, and by slopes, I mean racial epithets. Because <laughs> 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 it's the 50s. It's okay to be racist against Asians. It's still okay. There's only like 1% of the population. <laughs> <laughs> Just like our podcast. <laughs> oh, I wish we were 1%. I'm bringing bigotry back. Yep. <laughs> Lovely. If you squint real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that meme that had uh, Leonardo DiCaprio talking with uh, the guy that played Scarecrow? And he's like, Did you know I'm secretly Asian? <laughs> you don't look Asian. And then it shows Leo DiCaprio squinting, and he looks <laughs> super duper Asian. Oh, God. Anyway. Okay, all right. The next one. So, do you, I'll take the next one, unless you really, really want it, Mike. Uh, I'll, all right, I will. Take the winner up in an SR-71 or another high-performance plane that seats Mike two. Mike wasn't going to pass up that offer. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and engage them in a staged dogfight. The bogeys will be remote-controlled planes that will be shot down with missiles or a machine gun. Of course, there will be a trained pilot flying the plane, but the winner gets to shoot the guns. 
from Bill <laughs> Snyder of Glenville, New York. <laughs> what could go wrong there? To which they say, we don't like the idea, but our legal department really wants us to do it. <laughs> what can I, it gives them an excuse to get out of the office. <laughs> the SR-71 did not have any guns, by the way. So. Yeah, it was a bomber, not a fighter. No, you're retarded. SR-71 was the Blackbird, just had cameras because it was a spy plane. Mm. So hmm. it flew too ha- ha- ugh, too fast and high for any missiles to hit it. Hmm. So it would just uh, go over the top of all the defenses, going too fast for anything to catch it. Cool. So. Well, if you detach the camera, I'm pretty sure it could kill somebody. So I'm going with bomber. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Uh, and Ben, you're you're. This is cut. next one. I'll I'll defer to you on this okay. one because it's kind of your. Chris your Rice eye. from North Canton, Ohio says. I think you should have a WWF Super WrestleMania Players Poll Contest. The grand prize would be airfare, hotel accommodations, and two tickets to WrestleMania 9 at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. Second prize would be a WWF Super WrestleMania game pack and one-year subscription to the WWF magazine. Third prize would be Nintendo Power jerseys. And uh, <laughs> he's caught the trend. What's that? This, he's caught onto the trend. This guy seems like a plant, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he works at Ticketmaster or something. And he was just <laughs> yeah. like, "All right, I need to get a promotion. How am I going to do this? Oh, what if I sell? Uh, if I can sell more tickets than Terry, that fucking bastard Terry, <laughs> then I can finally get a trip to Hawaii, or mm-hmm. at least not get fired." They say, actually, Chris has quite a popular idea. Jeremy Brooks from St. Charles, Missouri, had almost the same idea. So, apparently, WrestleMania 9 featured matches between Shawn Michaels and uh, Tatanka. Uh, and let's see, there's, there's also... Heartbreak Kid? Uh, let's see, Razor Wasn't Ramon. Tatanka like an old war movie? And uh, Bret, Bret Hart lost uh, the World Heavyweight Championship to Yokozuna in the main event. And oh, sad. So. And uh, sustained a few of those concussions that eventually. I'm pretty up sure both of them are dead <laughs> at this point. Yokozuna. That's really it's, it's that's not a fun game, by the way. Like, is your is your wrestler favorite wrestler of a child? Of your <laughs> no, child still alive. Bret Hart's still alive. Owen Hart is the Bret one. Bret Hart's still alive. Oh, Yokozuna died in 2000, age yeah, he's 34. Dead. Oh, gee, I, I wonder <laughs> why. He was a professional performer, so obviously he kept in shape. <laughs> Un- well, unfortunately, that shape was like a, a living pile of dog poop, but whatever. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what we have here. Another one. Uh, Mike Wittery of uh, du- du- Dubuque, Iowa. There we go. That's what that's the name. Dubuque. He's also his, Don't forget his title. Also <laughs> known as King Whitboy, ruler of Cartland. Cartland. <laughs> Cartland. <laughs> I've got it. How about a Mario Kart contest? The winner Wait, gets what's to the take five friend Iowa. What? Or internal affairs. Indiana? Iowa. Wait, Iowa is oh my gosh. It's not IW. It's not IO. That leaves you IA. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, uh winner gets to take five friends to a go-kart track and do an enact an actual Mario Kart race. Or real life that, car. That's race. fun. That's doable. Yeah, it's it's in the butt. Yeah, it's in the butt. Totally that. Yeah, it's in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess we'll get the last one from Trevor Meyer of Breckenridge, Minnesopolis. I think there should be a Star Trek players poll contest. 
grand prize winner would win a trip to the set of the new Deep Space Nine series at Paramount Studios. I sent a, I smell another plant. There, they could learn how Deep Space Nine works by having a tour of the place. The second prize winners would receive a Star Trek Next Generation game pack, along with some other Star Trek item. What would that yeah, be? That seems neat. <laughs> what other Star Trek item would they get? Uh, I don't know, a plastic phaser? Plastic phaser. Or a, uh, a little uh, piggy bank that makes a teleporter sound mm. when you put money in it. Okay. Uh, now, next, take over the contest winner for the Hailed Clue yeah. Murder Mystery Weekend. Did you, did you talk about the envelope Mike, art? Mike wants to talk about envelope art because it's his like favorite. Let's part do the Murder it. Mystery Weekend, and then we'll get back to the envelope art. We'll circle back. All right, we'll flip the page back. All right, because oh, what a hardship! <laughs> I have to roll my thumb a quarter degree. Oh my goodness! It's not like it. It opens this way in a natural oh, magazine. <laughs> Your scroll, your scroll wheel goes is by your thumb. Uh, no index finger actually. Well, actually, have, I can, no, I have a, a thumb button. I can do pages forward and backwards with it. Maybe oh, Mike holds time. his mouse like sideways, just like gangster style. <laughs> and, or what? He's got, so the scroll, scroll wheel is <laughs> naturally yeah, on like his thumb. He, he just uses it like on a wall or something. Yeah. <laughs> this has to be difficult. It looks so much cooler this way. Yeah. It's much like mouse pads for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see here. The Nintendo Power slash Clue Murder Mystery Weekend took place at the Seasons Resort in New Jersey at the end of January. Tim Martin Ugh. from Mixon, Michigan, flew in for the soiree along with his mom, Liz, and friend, Chris Kajowski. That sounds like a sitcom name if I ever heard one. If I won a contest and they'd be like, it involves going to Jersey at the end of January, I'd be like, uh, no thanks. Can I get the cash? I'll just pass. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I just not win now, please? Yeah. Yeah. We, get, we get a picture Can I of be this. the person that gets murdered and you can solve my mystery? <laughs> mm. Yeah, and uh, we get to see a picture of him. And mm-hmm. if Macaulay Culkin didn't look like a terminally ill child, I'm pretty sure he'd look like this. This guy kind of looks like a like a wax figure from Madame Tussauds. I'm going with healthy Macaulay Culkin. Okay. A company of actors calling themselves Murder a la Carte played the roles made famous in Parker Bros' classic game of Clue. The plot included not one murderer, but two, and Tim was unmasked as the brilliant computer whiz who was secretly working with Professor Plum, the second victim. So who done it? After two days of red herrings, bribes, accusations, and mayhem, not to mention carloads of circumstantial evidence, the true culprit was brought to justice. Mrs. White, the housekeeper. Apparently, Albert Body. <laughs> not <first> Consuela. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 lie. no, 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 I know, no. I know, kill, no. no. <laughs> the first lemon <laughs> pledge. <laughs> Corpses, lemon fresh, yes. <laughs> yes, just like yes. just like sprays the corpse yes. with Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> no, no smell. We're totally no. derailing, no. man. <laughs> Apparently, our body, Sorry, the man. first victim, was too paranoid to hire a butler. A lot good it did him. And then you <laughs> see a photo of a couple of the actors with uh, Tim and his mom, Liz. By the way, have you ever spent any time with uh, actors? Any extended period of time, um, let alone two days. Just the actors. worst kind of them, which are the uh, um, 
what are the what are the bad kinds of actor comedian <laughs> things? You know, the ones that you know, the, the ones like, that constantly ask if you know somebody. Improv. Improv. Yes. <laughs> right. You, so you know imagine what I'm spending about. two days. <laughs> imagine spending two days with those people. I in New Jersey in January, I would be fucking legitimately murdered by the end of this thing because I would have killed myself. It'd be a real murder for sure. <laughs> the, cul- the, cul- uh. the culprit of Mr. Engel was Mr. Engel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, not the best contest to win. Sorry, sorry, uh, Tim Martin. <clears throat> All right, next up, we have The Lost Vikings for Super Nintendo. No, so fuck the no. envelope art, right? Mike, you have, to give, you, have to, you have to give Mike some of his love because right. he likes to talk about what's been done. Let's so do it. Mike, go ahead while we all zone out. We get to see some beautiful envelope art from, uh, well, from people. <laughs> you guns. So, <laughs> so we got Ryu throwing a Hadouken. Dulcim, who uh, I don't know why is blue, but spitting out some nice yoga flame. And then we got uh, all the Nintendo cast, Kirby, Kadekaris. This is like a pre-Smash Brawl hangout. And uh, apparently someone was a big fan of the the milky eyes from the uh, comics. Because we get to see Wario looking like, I don't know, like a ghost bit his butt. He's got like... No, someone's going in hot in the, in the, <laughs> the Hershey Highway. <laughs> Oh my god, is somebody playing a fucking game? Oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got Mega Man. Apparently he's made good friends with the Robot Masters after obliterating every one of them. No hard feelings, because it looks like they're all just hanging out. Then we get to see the uh, Roadrunner being chased by a steam, a steamroller. All of these guys look great. And I'm just so friggin' envious that these people have probably gone on to make great drawings, and <coughs> I'm I'm just a talentless lump. Well, you have some talents, like boring us. <laughs> and and fuck the last three, we're done. <laughs> All right, woo! All oh, right, uh, on to something good. Apparently, Gail has decided to do a 180 on the stickers. Remember the stickers we got a lot a couple of issues ago? No. The ones with the stars, the planets, and the uh, oh the yeah, yeah. controllers. Mm-hmm. Well, they said she says we think they're a lot of fun. However, if there ever comes a time when you feel like taking them off, you may run into a sticky situation. Oftentimes, when one of the stickers is removed, some of the glue that's used on the back of the sticker will stay on the controller. One remedy, contrary to the owner's manual, is to apply regular household rubbing alcohol. Don't use a lot to a cloth and rub the glue away with the dampened cloth. Adult mm-hmm. supervision is advised. Now. How many have you also what's got, great? Have you gotten getting, into any? Hmm? Have you what you can also do is just take that rubbing alcohol and just like soak it in a sock, and then what you can do is just take that sock and just huff it for days, just carry it around and sniff it. <laughs> <laughs> also, works great with gasoline, too. <laughs> yeah, she's sorry, says, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like, did any of you like know anybody who used like rubbing alcohol as? As a uh, solvent rather than like you know paint or gasoline or stuff like or magic markers. Oh, my mom used nail polish remover <laughs> for that stuff. <laughs> Harsh chemicals. Now they have this stuff that's called like Gooby Gone though, which is good for that for like sticker residue specifically, and that mm-hmm. doesn't have a scent. I've always, I've always used that for that kind of thing. 
<coughs> okay, we ready to move on? Yep. All right. So, I do want to bring up something, because you challenged me in my knowledge last time we talked about Lost Vikings, and I claimed it was Blizzard's first game, and you said, no, it's not. Um, and I said... No, you're right. Because I'm looking you're at right. Interplay Productions on Silicon and Synapse. Okay, Silicon so I'm looking Synapse. at Synapse Wikipedia's Silic- site for Blizzard Entertainment. Silicon and Synapse became Blizzard. Oh, snap. Silicon and Synapse was founded in 1991, which turned into Blizzard Entertainment in 1994. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. Oh, the hold on. Of John, games. John just had to go and send... <laughs> Send us something. It was a it was a little picture saying when you have to watch someone you know and love get deported, and it shows Trump chasing Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> and who the heck's that guy behind him? Robbie Rotten from uh, what's it the what was that show called? Oh, fucking damn it. Anyway. Anyways, uh, so they're Lazy Town. Anyway. Their first actual game was called RPM Racing for the Super NES, but I've never even heard of that game. And then their second game was for a number of platforms called The Lost Vikings. So, yes, this is Blizzard Entertainment, uh, one, of, one of their first games, their first big hit, I would say. Though apparently Activision was involved with this one as well. Like, it was, like, that company combined with Activision. I don't know. The whole The whole thing's a little hard to make sense of, but... Yes, the co- the company did go on mm-hmm. to uh, to become Blizzard uh, in every essence. So, if you're a Blizzard fan and like good games, yeah. <laughs> we've got a game for you. It's it's a really interesting game. So, uh, did any of you play it growing up? Yeah, I, I have actually casually, but it wasn't any it wasn't remarkable to me. Really, I think it's a pretty good. It's game. a great game. It's a puzzle yeah. platformer, basically. You have three different mm-hmm. Vikings, essentially, and each of them have different cap- different uh, capabilities, right. um, and you have to make your way so, through a level using all three of them, um, and there's, like, different, right. you know, one guy can fly, for instance, so he'll have to jump over stuff, obviously, you have to figure out how to get the other well, two... He- Olaf can't them. really fly. He has a shield that he uses, like, as a parachute. Right, right, right. And then, like, there's metal in the shield, so there's, like, a magnet. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll like, pull the shield to the magnet. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then, so, what, a lot, and then there's ball, uh... Eric can jump ba- on the, the shield, which can help him, like, springboard off of things. Right, and he runs fast, and then, uh, Balog has, like, arrows and a sword. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of, and then you, ba- you combine them all to, like trigger different switches and mm-hmm. things like that to progress through the levels. So it's really a pretty cool game actually. Yeah, so stylistically yeah. it's it's kind of uh, cute. Um in graphics kind of looks like Smurfs almost, I want to say. Um mm-hmm. so this is called the, here's the story. I'm going to read this a little bit. It says Vikings in Space. It was on the day of the great hunt. Three brothers, Eric the Swift, Balog the Fierce and Olaf the Stout were late as usual but they charged into the frozen forest and returned to the village of the feast. Um, being simple Viking folk, they had no way of knowing that a huge Crutonian starship hovered above them in the blackness of space. That night, as the brothers snored, the ship beamed them up. The greatest alien collector in the universe, Tomator, wanted these tough, hardy, and bold specimens for a zoo. 
but the bros have other plans. Now they'll do everything they can, including warping through time and space to reach their homes. So it <laughs> gives you a sense for what that game is kind of like uh, thematically. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little bizarre. And they get basically teleported between different, like, areas mm-hmm. to, like, to combat Tomato. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's definitely kind of a weird... We got to keep Larry the Cable Guy from getting another cartoon voiceover. <laughs> so yeah, so there, there, yeah. the levels here, like Lost in Space, you're on like this, you know, spaceship. One of the first levels, and you're trying to get out. Um, then it says you're going back to the prehistoric uh, level, mm. back in stages five through eleven. So sort of like uh, prehistoric caves. Um, mm. And then it says Norseman on the Nile, and this is like ancient Egypt. Um, that you have to go through. You know, different um, pyramids and the desert, things of that nature. And then they have this one called the Sweatshop. And this says... Strangely enough, it doesn't look like the development studio at Interplay. (laughs) (laughs) They mean like industrial era, I guess, is the idea. Yeah. I like like my idea. It's not specific about when it's from. It looks like it has like a bunch of Acme boxes. It's like, the idea is like you're in a factory, yeah. kind of. And then Vikings in Wonderland, which looks like the North Pole or something. I don't even know. <laughs> so. Yeah, that looks... The wacky world the Vikings landed in plays by a different set of rules. So it's not even like real... It's not even a real place. It's just a bunch of spikes all over, basically. And then, and then they go back, back to the space. spaceship. Yep. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of... I mean, there's not a ton of like action in this game. It's not real like yeah. action-heavy. It's more puzzle-heavy. So my little... They do have weapons. Um, it's usually more to trigger uh, switches and get past certain areas. Right. I mean, you can, you can kill the opponents that mm-hmm. you run into, but uh, Ben's right. Mostly the weapons are used for... Like triggering the different puzzles and things like that, so it's um it's a pretty weird but in a good way like fun, odd game that a lot of people kind of skipped over. So I don't know. I I I'd mean recommend it. I enjoy it. I, th- I think it's uh, worth going back and playing. There is a sequel mm-hmm. as well that they made, and um, if you're a fan <laughs> of uh, Warcraft at all, Find- Finding Vikings. <laughs> this is called The Last Vikings too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you're a fan of uh, uh, Warcraft at all, you might be interested just even taking a look at some videos to see what uh, what uh, predated uh, what predated that series in uh, Blizzard's history. So ne- anyway, next up, sports scene. Where they talk about a bunch of sports games. So John, so, so John, we have the road de ball. The road de ball is back. <laughs> so they've done this section before. I, I guess their idea is like there there is a lot of different sports games that come out, so they try to cover it like a like a quick fire um, like sports section in a newspaper, kind of going through the different uh, games. So what's kind of cool here is um, there's a bunch there's there's like four different uh, Super Nintendo basketball games that are out: Super NBA Basketball, NCAA, Super Slam Dunk, and Bulls vs. Blazers. And they actually give you a chart here on page 17 uh, of issue 48 uh, that goes through like what each game has. Do they, does, it, does it have preset plays? Does it have defensive sets? How many teams are in the game? How does the game save? 
Um, is there a playoff mode, which all games have, apparently? Uh, there Are there special player moves? Is there instant replay? Are there statistics? And is there play-by-play? So, uh, yeah, kind of um, interesting to see it broken down that way. Uh, I would... I've You know, the only game I really put a lot of time into was uh, the NCAA basketball, um, mm-hmm. but I would say that's probably remembered as the best game of the group, so... If you're interested to play one of this era, I would I would do that one first. But anyway, um, and then what else do we have in here? Uh, there's a Magic uh, Johnson Super Slam Dunk game, which wasn't licensed by the NBA. So the only thing it has is like Magic Johnson's voice, and hopefully not his HIV. No. <laughs> and uh, um. So, yeah, there's there's that game. I don't I don't even remember that game at all. Um, probably wouldn't bother your time with it. But they also have a little blurb here about the American Gladiators game for the Super Nintendo. Um, pretty decent graphics. Which, there. yeah, that game looks pretty fun. Uh, there's a dueling sports car game apparently by Accolade, where you uh, either drive a Porsche 959, Lamborghini Diablo, or Ferrari F40. Um, against each other, like across uh, the east to west coast, it says here. Is that for the NES? Conditions. No, it's a Super Nintendo no, game. It just looks really shitty. Those graphics. <laughs> you you missed out the uh, on the fake ad. Uh, it's got an ad down here next to American Gladiators called Pugil Tips, mm-hmm. and it's got like a big beefy guy, and it looks <coughs> like uh, um, cotton swabs for your ear. And it says the official cotton swab of the American Gladiators. <laughs> they're like weighted. They're weighted Q-tips. <laughs> yeah, they look like those uh, joust uh, pugil uh, sticks, basically. But there's many sides. That's pretty cute. Yeah, I saw it. I just chose not to talk about it. <laughs> I see. I like the. Um, oh my god! I like the feel the impact, and we get to see the result of uh, well, too many too many concussions. Yeah, that we're not quite there yet, but yeah. Um, that's a, yeah, you've done the Grand Prix, right? No. But oh. There's also a Grand Prix game uh, from Hudson Soft. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but then Mike was getting at it. There's this funny little, like, <laughs> screenshot. I guess I guess if there's, like, a sack in the game or something like that, <laughs> uh, it would come with a with a guy. Like, a guy look, looks like he's doing, like, a Stooge impression. Inside helmet cam footage. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's what the inside of Troy Aikman's brain looks like <laughs> after all that football. <laughs> Yeah, um, or Junior Seha before he killed himself. Uh, so, and then uh, there's another game coming out, um, a Japanese American football game, the Pound that's and the Fury. Of, the Pound and the Fury. I don't think that's what the name of the game <laughs> is. It's the name of the porno version of the game. Yeah, it's clear this game. Okay, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't really care. All a, right. Uh, another crappy ad for High Impact Football Airbag, where it's like a guy, a footballer, is running into someone else and, and their suit inflates into a uh, giant airbag. Yeah. And then there's another Super Nintendo football game coming out called Hurl Football using Mode 7. Looks like probably isometric view. I don't know. Uh, just Hurl is in Throw Up? Yeah, that's what it says. I don't know. Hurl football. Interesting. 
<laughs> I don't remember this. You eat the ball, and then you, you Heimlich yourself across. You Heimlich it across the field. Oh, yeah. If you want to give this pack a new name, it might be Hurl Football. Oh, uh, that's, no, it's Konami's NFL Football. Oh, this is the one you thought wasn't know. actually released. If I remember well, it shouldn't correctly. have been. What, what is this uh, diagram of the... Of the hockey sticks and boxing gloves showing us. So that. they're saying this is like there's 75 sports games that are out for. It doesn't say if it's Gosh. super. It has to be like Nintendo and Super Nintendo. It's like Nintendo, way too many. I mean, it's, yeah. it's completely flooding. I mean, this is the system has been out for not even two years, right? It can't be Super Nintendo. It has to be like everything. You think so? Yeah. There's no way. 75 games, including upcoming ones. 75 sp- yeah. just... Shit. Football and racing. <laughs> God damn it, come on. Nine baseball games? I mean, really? Four hockey. Four hockey. 12 just as football much as, games. Oh my God. The only one that got yeah. less than hockey was boxing. I mean, come on. Like, throw different sports I mean, in there at least. Give, give me curling lacrosse. Three feels right for, like, any type of, like, sports game within a... A couple of years, three or four. Hmm. I don't know. You don't see that as many today because of the licensing, I guess. Like they just figured out you can't sell a game without the license. There are a lot of like random weird sports games that come out that just fly like way under the radar. Mm. But I think yeah, you're you're basically true, like correct with um, the development costs of modern games. Uh, the only thing I do yeah, see more of see is uh, indie racing titles, but that's more on PC. There's a ton of those. Yeah, I, I think I think that's one thing Steam has kind of done. Like a lot of games that kind of people tried out for consoles back in the day. Like now you just see them released as like early beta on Steam, and then, right. then people realize it's shit and they never buy it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's good, then four or five years later you see it on a on a console or a humble <laughs> bundle sale, or whatever. Yeah. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Next game. All right. Shadow Run. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is a game that uh, I've heard a lot of talk about on recent uh, video game podcasts. So, like, apparently it <laughs> still holds up. Like, it's still well loved and well received. It's based on the tabletop game, right? There's, there's like, it comes off of some sort of. Maybe not tabletop. There's like another form of the game that this was like sort of developed off of. What type of game but, is this? Is it an action game? Strategy? No. It's it's shooter uh, RPG, kind of, because you like level yourself up. Um, it's very weird, because you shoot using a cursor on the screen, so you see how you like walk in a room, and then you move the reticle with, oh. your, with the D-pad, and um, so it's just really bizarre, because... You don't. It doesn't use the Nintendo mouse, from what I understand. It so, just like this is yeah, real time action, though. Yeah, you like yeah. I. It's not like turn based. Mm. It's it. It's bizarre. It's definitely <laughs> like I've never seen a game like this. It's it's, but it's also really cool. And they have a lot of stuff that. Like is kind of hidden in there. Like it's it's kind of a hidden gem because, like, so the dialogue between characters that you run into, like, it it's contextual. So if you mm. learn of things, like, it gives you the option to use that later on, like, in more conversation trees. So there's like, 
Like well, the, an example like that they give is that if you talk to a retired doctor, he'll talk about healing, and then you'll be able to ask other people, I guess him as well, about healing. Right. So like, and this is the whole the, the whole way that ends up working like. It, it just progresses in a, in a very interesting way. Like there's a lot. Like this is really kind of a standalone, like odd outlier of a game, but. It's interesting enough that, like, I would say it's worth checking out if you like, like, RPG shooters, I guess. So this is set in the year 2050 in sort of a dystopian future of Seattle, where mm. corporations have taken over, like, all the land, and cyber technology has replaced all outdated communication system. There are no countries. New nation states have been... Uh, formed by mega corporations, and so Trump's been at work is what they're saying. Yeah. Shadowrunner <laughs> is like a wetworks type of guy, um, like an assassin, or dirty work type of guy. Cleaner. Yeah, this seems to be like a a precursor to a Deus Ex. And um, right. so our our hero here, Jake, is a maverick shadowrunner. Um, so he's quote unquote one of the good ones, apparently. Um, <laughs> he uh, he's so, he's like so good they killed him. Yeah, that starts up. You start off the game getting murdered. By the way, nice. Which is uh, great because yeah. uh, the last game I played, which began like that, what, well, the last couple of games I played like that were really great, like Fallout New Vegas and uh, Ghost <laughs> Trick Detective. Oh, that's a great game. Oh, I thought Ghost Trick would be like Ghost a Ghost Hooker game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 meat sack, you want a boo job? <laughs> Boo job. Boo job. <laughs> uh, I got your ectoplasm right here. Uh, I was say, I was trying to think of something like that. Yeah, Ghost Trick's good. Um, that's like, it's made by the same people that did uh, Ace Attorney. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Fucking, fucking nailed it. Anyways. You might have heard of him. Let's talk about uh, Sh- Shadowrun a bit more. Sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> so let's talk about Jake here. Keeping it more. 90s. <laughs> he looks like, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, with the blonde flat top and the trench coat and giant, like, shotgun thing. If Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, great. If Arnold Schwarzenegger was Johnny Bravo in, in a Super Mario Brothers-style cyberpunk future... Mm-hmm. This Crossed is what we like, looking at. Jim Carrey's facial expressions. <laughs> or, I don't even know. And then he has a tube or a wire sticking out of his head going somewhere. Yeah, it's like a cybernetic implant, I think, would be what's implied. What was that so. crappy Cause it, cause movie? Because you couldn't have that going under the skin. Johnny Mnemonic, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, uh, the Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves one. Did you guys ever see that? No. I, I vaguely remember it. I don't remember that much about it, though. Spoiler alert, the bad guy at the end is a dolphin. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Oh, so he's a, rape- so he's a rapist. The dolphin is like hooked up in a tank and it's hooked up to like the internet or whatever. It's jacked in. <laughs> that is a weird I, ass movie. I only buy tuna that's not dolphin safe. I want bits of dolphin in mm. it. Yep. I want those fuckers to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dolphins they think they're better than us <laughs> all right anyway. so we get to learn shadow spells which was really more like cybernetic enhancements it's like now they're apparently throwing magic in even though we've established yeah like, it's you've established the rules that all right we have cybernetic implants they allow things but then guess what now you visit a dog spirit 
that teaches you spells. Because this game is fucked up. And well, the I dog thing is the the dog thing is the thing that like resurrects you at the beginning, um, or brings you, like saves you from dying at least. Uh, so there <laughs> there's is a trick. There's the reasons people think cats have nine lives. It's because the dogs just want to keep fucking killing them over and over and over again. There is a trick that I saw in a review in my like ten minutes of prep tonight, um, <laughs> and. So you start off like the game, and early on you get an apartment that you can sleep in to to like rebuild your health. But if you go down the hallway, there's like a room with two enemies in it, and you can like kill the enemies and level up and like go heal yourself really quick. Like go back to your apartment and sleep and heal yourself. So you can like build up your health and like gun accuracy pretty. I mean, it's like you have to kind of grind it a bit, but like if you do that, you can. Um, like increase those stat levels and it makes the game a lot more manageable than trying to like trudge through it like um, grind to win I guess I guess the way that they designed it so like if you are going to give this a try I would recommend doing that trick for I can definitely 15, do that. 20 minutes or so I take yeah, I got like so. a 15 minute break at work so I can definitely spend 15 minutes just doing the same thing over and over again before <laughs> my break ends and I get to do the same thing over and over and over again <laughs> I like that one of the shadow spells apparently you get to hack the lottery because it's called Powerball <laughs> alright do you have anything else to say about Shadowrun here there's kind of over the stages here in order to get invisibility you must collect fresh water from the fountain and toxic water from Bremerton which I it's a gr- it's it's a gritty game it's mm-hmm. a like gritty weird like you know what they kind of remind me of? It reminds me of all the people from, like, F-Zero, but, like, in game form. <laughs> what do they do when they're not racing? Well, right. they murder. You know what this game reminds yeah. me of? The look, at least. Reminds me of uh, the arcade game Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. <laughs> it's, better than the escape, it's better than the Escape from Neverland game. <laughs> that was... <laughs> hmm. <laughs> You guys are you just to, ignorant. You had to pay a high price to play that game, too. The high price was your innocence. <laughs> you know when... What's that joke? You know when it's bedtime in Neverland Ranch? When he passes when? out drinks? No, when the big hand touches the little hand. <laughs> <laughs> what do, my, what do uh, Michael Jackson and McDonald's have in common? Um, they both something. They well, both their stick their old buns. They both <laughs> stick their meat into eight-year-old buns. Uh, there you go. <laughs> oh, it's funny because he molested children. <laughs> All right, and and if that's true, then he's in hell. <laughs> you guys are just ignorant. <laughs> I don't know. I think God would be like, yeah, he touched the kids, but you made Thriller. To be honest, I did ruin his childhood and made him like an eight-year-old in his head for the rest of his mm-hmm. life. So that's on me. Guess what, Mike? You, you get it. You get. You get in. Come on. Yeah, his dad really, ga- really fucked I, up. I his gave head, you a so. really bad dad, so you're not responsible for what you did as a grown-up because you never really did grow up. So, all right, gates are open. Come on in, Mike. Just back, just walk in here backwards, and let's get this. Let's get this party started. Yeah, like he's gonna be more. He's gonna be more messed up than Baron Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever play that the uh, the Moonwalker video game? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's, no. It's, Was that for Sega? 
or Dreamcast? No, it was an arcade game. It was great. So like you and like an uh, I think another person, you could both be Michael, and uh, you're like walking <laughs> around like fighting robots stuff like that. And you do have a special move that you can use, kind of like X Men the arcade game, where it uses some of your health. He goes, hoo and he like does a little spin, like grabs his crotch, and then it does. Are you serious? Walker dance, where it's like, dude, that's awesome. It makes all the enemies dance at the same time. And when they're when you're done dancing for about three or four seconds, they explode. So do the enemies like catch you on? Do the enemies catch you on fire, and you get a crippling painkiller addiction? You can find if you find Bubbles the monkey. Um, he and you like you know walk over to Bulbs and Monkey. You get a power up, and the power up is turning into that like mechanoid version of Michael from the from the uh, uh, the the short film Captain EO. The music video is that what they, they called it? Captain EO, yeah, the one that was at Disneyland. No, it was at the end of the Moonwalker like music video, Wait. where he like, oh. turns into a robot. Okay. Oh my. Anyways. God. So you can get powered up and turn into a robot, and then you can you walk around shooting like blast, blast you know energy rays at people. <laughs> Otherwise, your regular attack is like a spin attack where you kind of spin around and use your hat and stuff like that. This game is fucking beautiful. We got to do this on the taste test. I mean, if you, if you do it with an emulator, it literally takes like twenty minutes to finish the game. <laughs> yeah, because it's an arcade game. It's like suck your quarters. Yeah, exactly. So. It's good times. Speaking of sucking, on to Batman Returns. Dark Knight Rides again. Mm-hmm. We have a photo of, of Michael Keaton in the bat suit, looking very perturbed that he cannot turn his head independent <laughs> from his body. <laughs> I just feel like who designed this bat suit? Seriously, I'm telling you, I'm not going to be talking like this. No one would, no one would respect a gravelly Batman. <laughs> I have the mobility of Christopher Reeve. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Look, if 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 we make a Batman versus Superman movie now, it would be a fucking draw. All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Terrible. Annie. Jesus Christ. I thought we went over this game already. <laughs> yeah. No, we I'm went over the cover. Some, I'm getting some Vuja Day over here. No, I could have sworn we talked about the game before. I remember specifically talking about this game. Yeah. Okay, then we can skip it. All right, fuck I don't no. Care. We're gonna we get to look at all the the wide range of villains like Thin Clown, Thin Clown Two, and Thin Clown Three, <laughs> and Thin Clown Four. It's like ICP showed up for a game. <laughs> yeah, we got Thin Clown, Fat Clown. I'm I I would love to like if like if I ever had to spend time near the ICP, I would just like have this game and be like, so how does it feel to be the bad guys in this movie? Woo woo! Apparent, apparently, they're calling for a march on Washington because of like their characterization as a loosely bla- loosely uh, associated gang by like uh, mm. some federal agency. Oh my god! I, I, I got to see this. I got to see this on my Facebook feed. Juggalos for Trump. So like, <laughs> no, a million Juggalo march. I guess is what they're calling for. Oh, oh my god! god. A million Juggalos. There's no way they can stop being stoned enough to travel that far to do it. Not it always just baffles me. Baffles me, like when there's women juggalos, like that they actually signed on, like uh, to be, being part of that. Have group. you seen those documentaries? Oh yeah, they're oh, super disturbing. <laughs> it's really, it's kind of an interesting subculture. They all feel like outsiders, but they feel like together, like united. Yeah, it's of kind that. of yeah, yeah. No one respects. I mean, my, no is, one respects my right to be a drug-riddled skank. <laughs> <laughs> 
but these people, <laughs> they see me. <laughs> I see you. Pretty much. Yeah, I've only but, seen yeah. Fago for sale like at one like kitschy store in like San Francisco. I've never seen it anywhere else. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen? I mean, do you guys see Fago on the on the shelves? That doesn't exist up here. Yeah, like I don't know where these people are getting so much that they're just like spraying all over the place at the gathering. <laughs> they're the sole consumer. It's <laughs> only like just ship it directly to the gathering. <laughs> I got, I'm a juggalo, got lots of, <laughs> I don't even know, I got nothing. All right. <laughs> nice. So, I'll talk anyway. briefly about this game, and then we'll move on. It's a um, side-scrolling uh, brawler. Um, in hey, the Mike's same... mom's in the game, sword swallower. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice! Um, oh, fat bird. If my dad heard that... He wouldn't be so much offended, but so much as correcting you about her, uh, about her <laughs> lack of. No, let's get him on the show. About her lack of energy. <laughs> hey, bring him on down hey, here. Hey, Mike's dad, come down to the. Basement. Take a take a break from vacuuming directly under <laughs> underneath Mike. <laughs> come on up to the attic. <laughs> tell Push us about Ma- tell us about kids. Ma King. <laughs> Push through my, Mike's pile of dead kids' bodies in the basement and get on Mike with us. Now you moved. You anyway. moved. You moved a recording set up above the main floor, right? Yeah. Instead of under the basement. Yeah. Oh, you're in the attic now. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'm here vacuuming in creaky floors anymore. Oh, he's <laughs> and franking it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to disappear one day. He's getting closer and not. He's getting closer and she closer. She did not to the see that coming. Di- oh. diary, <laughs> diary of Anne Frank. Well, at least now we know where the writer of The Sopranos got the idea for their ending. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, yeah, this, this, this thing just fucking ends. I mean, yeah. what, what kind of book just fucking ends? This kid's a horrible writer. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Uh, so anyway, it's a side-scrolling uh, action brawler in the same vein of like Final Fights or Streets of Rage. Uh, right. Pretty fun game to play. It feels like an arcade game port. It's not yeah. though. Um, yeah, and the oh. enemies are like all the penguins, like cla- like clown. Here's why it's stuff, familiar. So. We talked about the NES version already, so this oh. is a Super NES one. So yeah, play this one. I <laughs> I actually think I actually think I played this game growing up. Wait, yeah, there was wait, the, the one we saw was the yeah. NES. Yeah. There mm. was a returns for the NES. Yes. Ugh. Fuck. Not, I it's don't play looked that pretty. It looked test. and played pretty good, actually. Uh, but this one's even better, obviously, because it's a super NES. You've got some uh, levels where you that can drive. That isn't always that true. This looks great. Remember the rock, the Rocketeer game on SNES. You can't beat the first level. So all right, well, this like is, the actual NES game is better. It's the better Rocketeer game. Who did this? <laughs> Konami. Who built this game? Uh. uh, well, uh what does I say? Uh, Konami. You're right. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Konami. Yeah, I would say go play it. It's probably fun. All right, let's All right. move on to the centerfold here. Bubsy. Could have in, been a centerfold. Bubsy is my centerfold. Encounters of the Bubs third kind. Cold. <laughs> Coming soon to your NES Bubs from Accolade. Bubsy the Bobcat in a wonderful uh, illustration uh, of a poster here. <laughs> Apparently we found the planet where Inspector Gadget's dog comes from. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. 
<laughs> the brains? Yeah. Over there. And then Brain. Uh, no, it's just, it's just brain. Just brain. Well, there's multiple of them mm -hmm. there. Oh, the brains. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's Bubsy and the brains. It's Bubsy and the brains. <laughs> and then you've got uh, a Howard the Duck relative up here flying in for some reason. They tried to make Bubsy like a big deal. Like it was the next uh, yeah. Sonic or something like that. Yeah. Didn't really take off. It's not a bad game, though. It's, it's okay. It's, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> all right, next up we've got Nestor's Adventures. Mike, take it away. All right, we have... the. <laughs> it's obviously the uh, the Mech's... <laughs> Mech, the Mech Hunter. Wait, Mech Warrior game. Because we Mech get to Warrior, see yeah. the... Uh, Different mechs. One looks like a HK from the, uh, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic. Which, yeah, yeah, the uh, the what? old Bioware. And then the other one looks like the um, what the heck was that thing in Tron? The the adjudicator, or the uh, um, you know the the flying ship in Tron. Recognizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. recognizer. It looks like the 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 real bad robot from the Black Hole movie from the seventies. <laughs> this is what it looks like to me. Yeah, so we get to see a bunch of uh, space eggheads. And I don't mean they're geniuses. I mean they actually look like eggs for heads. <laughs> he says, My Nexus C overheated Andrina against four Rysians. I had to replace the thermocoupling with my sock. And Nestor's just sitting there like, Yeah, the old thermocoupling sock trick. When my mech overheated on Jada, I moved it over to the water and blasted the enemy from there to stay cool. Good thinking. <laughs> That's nothing. My Nexus overheated this morning. No power, no weapons, no mobility, no ice in the fridge. All I had for a contract all I had was a contract for 120,000 C bills, an old Nintendo power, <laughs> and my hyper superior brain. Things were looking pretty dim. So what'd you do? It was on the I was on the lava planet of Cador. It's so hot there that even the ice cream boils. Mechs were closing in and that's when I got inspired. Did you vent the turbines with nuclear coolant? I bet you shunted your primary coils to auxiliary. Nope, I brought enough sunscreen to cover Maui. Only 120,000 sea bills. And his machine <laughs> has been, uh, is, and his machine looks very bukkakied. <laughs> uh, basically, it looks like Pete after Mickey hit him with the hose. Oh, you, you missed the, uh, the punchline at the end there. Oh, he goes, sounds like you still got burned. Looks like you got cream, too. Hi-oh. You know, I won't be able to watch a bukkake video. At least I won't be keeping it. If the guy doesn't say, looks like you got creamed. that That's how the movies have to end now. Mm, I see. It doesn't have to end with a bunch of Japanese businessmen standing <laughs> around. A, a girl with a, a dog girl. funnel on. <laughs> a dog, Victorian dog collar on, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 the cone of shame. Yeah, the cone of shame, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well... Here we have the, uh, and now we get to the Nintendo Power Awards. So, Mike, do you have your, uh, the, the, the tabulations of our guesses? Yeah. From last time? Yep. For, uh... All right. You have them up? Here we see the ballots have been cast and the champions have been crowned. They were chosen by you, the faithful raiders of Nintendo Power. Now it's time to crack open the envelopes and announce the winners. For 1992, certain games ruled supreme for each system. Street Fighter II, the World Warriors, thrashed the competition and dominated in every category it competed in. 
The same can be said for Super Mario 2. Blah, blah, blah. Don't spoil anything. So, for graphics and sound, what we predicted for the Super Nintendo, we all said Zelda. And the winner is, for the Super Nintendo, Zelda. Second place was Super... So we just get one point there. Yep. Are you keeping score of us, John? Yeah. Yeah, I'm only going to give points for guessing the winner, The winner. Sounds good. Yeah. And then it was Super Star Wars and Death Valley Rally. Now, for the Game Boy, we all said Super Mario Bros. 2. And the winner is Super Mario Brothers t- Super Mario Land 2. We're getting better at this. All right. <laughs> Followed by Mega Man 2 and Looney Tunes. And for the Queen NES... Four. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for, sorry. For Game Boy. My bad. Yep. For the NES, we said TMNT 3, but John said Mega Man 4. And oh, the winner for the it. NES was Mega Man 4. John's in the lead. We didn't even... Boom. Oh, my God. But, but we came in second with Ninja Turtles 3. Followed third by Darkwing Duck. And for theme and fun, we all said Zelda for the Super Nintendo. And this is bullshit. Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Street Fighter 2 The World <laughs> Warrior. It's a good game, but Zelda's better. Mm-hmm. And then Mario Paint was third. And then for uh, Game Boy, we said Mario Land 2. John said Kirby. And the winner oh, was Super Mario right. Land 2. And second mm-hmm. place was Kirby. Everyone draws right. even again. <laughs> right. Yep. And then for the NES, we all said TMNT three, and we all got we all got porked in the drive shaft because it was Mega <laughs> Man, Man 4. four, followed by TMNT three, and then Spider Man: Return of the Sinister Six, which should not even be all on right. the list. No, <laughs> should be ineligible. <laughs> and then for challenge, we said Star Wars. John said Zelda, uh. and. The winner was Zelda, ah! followed closely by Super Star Wars and Smash TV. And then for Game Boy, we all said Bionic Commando. <laughs> and that didn't even make the list. It didn't so make place. Ultimate Lords uh. of Virtue and Double Dragon. And then for the right. NES, I said Dragon Warrior, Ben said G.I. Joe, John said <laughs> Mega Man. And the winner for the NES oh. challenge was Dragon Warrior. Mikey's leading the crowd. Oh, no, you're tied G.I. Joe didn't I even have. make the fucking <laughs> list. And John, well, he got second with Mega Man. Yeah, now you and I are tied with four, Mike. All right. Now, play control. For the Super Nintendo, I said TMNT. Ben said Super Mario, and John said Street Fighter 2. Ha! Suck it! And the uh, first, I don't even know why I picked that. First place right. was Street Fighter 2. Second place was Super Mario Kart. And then third was TMNT 4. So we all made the list, just not in... <laughs> just in different orders. Yep. And then for the Game Boy, I said Mario, John said Mario, Ben said Kirby. Oh! And first place... First place was <laughs> Super Mario Land 2. Second All place, right. Kirby. Getting screwed here. <laughs> and then for the NES, John and I said Turtles. And Ben said Mega Man. Huzzah! Oh, Ben, there we go. <laughs> and first place for play control was Mega Man for the N- Mega Man 4 for the NES, followed by Ninja Turtles 3. So we're all neck and neck here. <laughs> okay. Hardly. I'm like four or five behind you guys. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what, what's the you've score? Nar- you've narrowed that gap just a bit. Yeah, John, what's the right. score before we turn Mike, on here? Mike has five, Ben has four, and, and I have six. Uh, wow. Second okay. place. 
Okay, so for Hero, I said Darkwing Duck because Darkwing is fucking hilarious and great. <laughs> ben said Mega Uh-oh. Man and John said Link. Ugh. Yeah! You Suck it. I didn't even make the list. First yeah, place was cause... Link, saying fresh from his defeat of Aghanim and Ganon, Link proved to be the ultimate video game hero of 1992. Congratulations, young man. And then second was Mega Man. A steady performer over the past few years, the blue-blooded... Blue Blommer bagged a second, solid second place finish. And then third was Guile. I mean, <laughs> come the fuck on. <laughs> Sonic Boom! Alright, and then what do we have for villain? What, what was our, what was our okay, choices? Okay, so for the villain, I said Aghanim, and mm-hmm. you two said Wario. <laughs> and <laughs> Didn't even place. Didn't even no. make the list. I feel like he should almost get a point for that, but no. I, I get a point. If he gets right. a point, if he gets a point for any second places, I should get like no, three points it, for my second places. <laughs> I, almost is yeah. what I said. I should get a point simply because no, I no, made you get, the list. You'll get nothing unlike it. You'll get nothing unlike it. You don't get a point. Our, our metric is picking. If the I get screwed out of second place choices, so do you. <laughs> so the the winners were M Bison. Capcom's ultimate master of disaster rules supreme in the best villain category. And this was, was this before he was uh, portrayed by Raul Julia? Yeah. Wow. All right. And then, and then second place was Agonim. And then Agonim and Dr. Wily. Dr. All right. Wily. All right. Most innovative. I what said, do we have? What were our choices? I said Mario Paint. Oh. I fucking nailed it. And then John said basketball, which didn't even make the list. <laughs> and Ben... <laughs> Said Mario Kart, which placed Another second. second place. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> and then third place, which nobody picked, was Out of This World. We talked about that it. That was pretty innovative. And John's, though, yeah. and John's pick was out of the th- out of the top three. <laughs> and, then right, first, and then best sports game. I think someone picked NCAA, and it might not have been me, I, I picked Madden, which was second okay. place. You, John, picked hockey, which was third place. Uh, so ben, ben picked the NAACP basketball. Nice. Yay! All right. So after this page, Mike has six, Ben has five, and I have seven. Oh. Uh, right, it's going to come down to it. All right. Okay. So for the overall, for the SNES, what? John and I picked Zelda, uh, which was number two, and Ben picked Mario Kart, which was three. <laughs> number one oh. was Street Fighter. Yeah. Fuck this Street Fighter. <laughs> so for the Game Boy, we all said Super Mario Super Mario Land 2. And it was first place. There Second we go. place was Mega 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 Man, number two. And third place was Kirby's Dream Land. Alright, and, and then what do we have for NES? For the, You're one behind me. Yeah, for the NES, Ben and I said TMNT 3, oh. which was oh, third place. Oh no. And John said Mega Man. Yes! I run away with this thing. <laughs> Congratulations. Alright, yeah. I had nine, Mike had seven, and Ben had six. Alright. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay, so then no. Uh, <laughs> I think it was picking Mega Man that really put me out ahead on a lot of that. Revel in your glory, you son of a bitch. Well, no, like, I picked Mega Man a few times, and that's really... If only I had bet on Street Fighter 2. <laughs> yeah, jeez, wow! Apparently, uh, the 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 poll responders love that Street Fighter, love them some Street yeah. Fighter action, which is weird because Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Well, I don't know. It's, 
they're both the def- like genre defining games. Yeah. So like uh, it's kind of tough, but yeah. All right. Then we have some challenges. Uh, I don't. We're running a little long on time, yeah, so we're skip uh, that. just quickly. Uh, yeah. I'll just uh, what's the highest score you can in the Emperor fight? Um, anything else is interesting here? Doctor Mario, can you beat level twenty four? Can you finish then, Metroid uh, in forty five minutes? And then what's the hottest score you can get on Battletoads? So don't play yeah. it. I I don't know. <laughs> they they. I thought it was a number, but apparently they have temperature. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how high a score can sorry. Oh, okay. In, in this hot <laughs> action game. Sorry, they, they, had, they had hot elsewhere in the sentence. It screwed me up. That's hot. All right, uh, classified. Let's move classified on to class information. They've got some interesting information here for Star Fox. You yeah. can get twin blasters, apparently, um, which is a power-up that is hidden and not easy to find, but you can find it early in the game, and they give you a couple of uh, ways to find it. So that's interesting. There's a secret, There's a warp. secret warp. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. Interesting. Okay. Anything else in here? Well, we get, get to see a we get to see a, a picture of a laughing asteroid, which really looks like a a prototype of the moon from Majora's Mask. And and then apparently there was a, there was a game called Space Football One on One, which that doesn't even make sense, but a- all those words together are a video game. This asteroid <laughs> looks like a mad ball. Yeah, I'm looking at um, Super Star Super. Wars. Oh, then you'd be looking you can, at Super Buster Bros. <laughs> no, I skipped past that. Super Star Wars, you can get, uh, if you enter in a code, you can get the lightsaber for unlimited use. Um, and also the extra the continues. Yeah, and extra continues. So yeah. there is a way to beat. There is an easy mode for the game if it's too challenging for you. Yeah, it's like Mike's mom mode. All right, and then all right, let's move on to the Star Fox comic, and then we'll wrap the first half up of this of this. Episode. Yeah, all right, double time, Mikey, because uh, we're running long. Okay, so we have the uh, the Fox McCloud crew all just looking in shock at Fox's suggestion that they all take the black hole, and uh, <laughs> Midshipman Pepper is just like the black hole is out of the question. I thought and they were just... talking about Star Fox, not Super Black Ass. I mean, black bass. <laughs> uh, so then it says, uh, Do a pie. Powerful telekinetic amplifier on Venom has made it impossible for Star Fox team to mount a head on assault. They need a backdoor assault. Fox yeah, it is super black, ba- black that's, ass. That's, that's backdoor Ben's breakout movie. Fox McCloud. No, there's only. One way in and through the black hole. <laughs> Holy Christ! <laughs> anyway, and Arwen and Slippy says, and Arwen can't withstand the gravity of a black hole, Fox. Scramble, scramble, code brown, code brown. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, Mike, you want to? So Fo- I'll do some of the voices it, to help you. Yeah, here. Fox is just looking like I'm gonna get Andros if it kills me. The time slip theory says if we that we can use gravity to make a four dimensional warp. Don't forget! Don't forget what happened to your dad, Junior. That black hole is bad news. Stop calling me uh, Junior. <laughs> okay, so my old man flew a dinosaur. The Arwing has a gravity diffuser. Andros won't know what hit him. Who's with me on this? And the answer is fuck all. <laughs> so he's like, no wimpy black hole is gonna stop Fox McCloud. I'm out of here. Junior, it's madness. My name's Fox, not Junior. Is beyond reason, and he'll kill himself unless we stop him. 
What are you thinking? You can do Falco, Mike. That makes more sense. I thought Ben would like to chip in. All right. Oh, I have to chip in? Okay, so. Uh, what do I do here? You're yeah. Falco. He's beyond reason and he'll kill himself unless we stop him. Yeah, that's not bad. What are you thinking? In the academy, there was only one way to cool Fox down. As he cracks his feather knuckle fists, wings. <laughs> and then he's, uh, he's, uh, he's in the, uh, the, the, uh, the docking bay. And he tells his mechanic, hey, yo, Fox. Yo, Fox. Yo, Fox, I've been working on your fucking jalopy over here. You got the, you got, you hmm. got shit all up. You got the schmutz all up in your heating vent and uh, your, your brakes are out. I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I mean, I'm doing you a favor by catching this early. So, you know, you, you got to pay out, man, you know? <laughs> I changed your fuzzy dice for you, too. <laughs> you going to take her out again so soon? Yeah. Stop right there. What do you want, Falco? A lot of things, but mainly a commander with some common sense. We have to hit Andros hard and fast. You can't stop me. Maybe not, but you're going to have to take this. Blap! And he punches him across the face. Apparently I won't he... let you destroy yourself, Fox. Wham! Are you listening? Like again. Oh my God, this hurts like... me more than it oh hurts God. you, old friend. Hold on, hold on. We're, looking, we're looking at the, uh, the we're looking at that wham shot yeah, of him yeah. asking, "Are you listening?" And it's just like now we know where Nintendo got the inspiration for their arms boxing game. Because this dude is just like throwing his fist from like five feet away. Yeah, the the art style like jumps dramatically um, through the different frames here. It's pretty interesting. And apparently, he hit Fox so hard that now he's like in a he's in the Fritz the Cat or an R. Crumb movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, so yeah, he says this hurts you, hurts me more than it hurts you, old friend. And uh, Fox says. Ouch. Ouch. Well, he holds his hand. <laughs> That's in enough. The, like, Falco's listening to a really fucking great song right now. He's not <laughs> He's even like, hitting yeah. him anymore. He's just rocking. He's just I'm rocking with his pockets. Or, or, like, Falco Lives Matter. And then, uh, <laughs> That's enough. Stop it, Falco. We put him down in solitary to cool down. Like old times. What's this What's all this about? What's this all about? Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> Ancient history. Fox goes ape when it comes to Andros. Ask the general to explain. We'll take care of Fox. You haven't heard the story before? Surprising. And be hack and, <laughs> and and they're singing some old college song like Land of my species pride, world without ecocide, <laughs> evolution we don't abide, let freedom bark. <laughs> That's funny. So, so then they go into the so, back so backstory of like why why Fox that can is fly so through space and yet they don't believe in evolution. So, so they're all Christian pilots, folks. So uh, then it goes into the back, the backstory again. We're running long, Mike. Yeah. Uh, the backstory, <laughs> the legacy here of why Fox is uh, so angry at Andros. Fox so, McCloud okay. Sr. was the finest pilot on Corneria. After Fox Jr. was born, his mother tragically died. Fox Sr. hoped that his son would follow in his paw prints. Well, it's pretty easy to since they're all the same shape because everybody had their feet amputated. But whatever. Junior was at the top of his class. He could fly circles around a flea, endure days of gravity training, recite the Cornerian Constitution backwards, and belch on command. Fox was <laughs> justly proud. And then we got a picture of Falco preening himself. Well, I, I, I don't know. It looks like he's checking out Fox or something. He's looking pretty flamboyant with all these disco lights, with this disco light all color right. scheme he's got going on. Yeah, he's got like a pretty uh, 
pretty uh, awesome like space Vespa scooter thing going on. All right. Yeah. And so he's bathed in these all flamboyant lights and he's just checking out Fox and Fox is just like, don't you fucking look at me like that, man. Mm-hmm. So and what does it say? Fox to, met a, to continue? Fox met a rowdy kid with enough street savvy to fill an encyclopedia. Falco wanted to fly and Fox showed him the way. He cleaned up his act, entered the academy and earned his wings. In those days, Andros was a scientist, head of the academy. He was brilliant but unstable, building hyperlight drives and polo pigs. Well, you know, polo pigs, that's where you, that's where you draw the so fucking So basically line. he's Krieger. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-grav machines and androids. Stop! My eight penis can only get so erect. <laughs> when the Andrew... All we need is that pig to go like, Moshi, Moshi, Krika, Moshi, Moshi, Andrew, son. When the Andros developed the gravity bomb, Fox Sr. volunteered to deliver to the asteroid belt for testing. He went out alone, not knowing the risks that Andros had built into the bomb. At critical velocity, the bomb detonated, according to Andros's design. Fox Sr., his ship, and half the asteroid belt were sucked into a newly collapsed black hole. Andros was a mad ape. He was exiled to the end of the universe, <laughs> but they let him keep his sex pig. <laughs> but he managed to return to the Lilat system and build a power base on Venom with a fearsome army of lizard troops. As Andros's power grew on Venom, Junior protested, but the leaders of Corneria were terrified of Andros, and Junior and his friends were considered dangerous radicals. They were forced to flee and live as outlaws on Papatoon. Why didn't you help? Why didn't? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Why didn't yeah, you help say. Fox? Well, I was just a sergeant then, and here we get to see Sergeant Pepper's <laughs> happy heart, man. Yeah, they cut to that's funny. a mock-up. Yeah, it's, they, they're that's hitting that joke hard. Yep. So, uh, and then Falco says... So, can we modify the R-Wing? Can it be strengthened to withstand the black hole? I I think so. How? It may not be possible. In theory, we could triple the output of the G-induction coils. Even if it worked you'd need the best pilot in the system to fly it no one has ever tried it before then one of us will be the first let's get to work fox are, are you okay what's happening let me out falco's gonna modify an r-wing to try the time slip he doesn't have the skill i have a plan i'll be back soon <laughs> and then they're giving each other the eye like you know like he could have he could have gotten out of that cell a little earlier, but they they needed. So the apparently the plan just evolved into waiting till later and letting him out. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait until he does the work, and then you can jack his I have, ride. <laughs> I have a few moves. Oh, so your moves are just drifting slightly to the left before you <laughs> jump off into into hyperspace. <laughs> All right. So Falco is uh, asking Slippy, "Are we ready?" I've tr tr tripled the output. I've got to concentrate. This isn't going to be easy. Easy enough, Falco. Fox! Fox! And then Cthud. <laughs> <laughs> Who did this? You all know I'm the only one qualified. Fox! Fox! He takes off. Good, good luck, Fox! Oh, Stop them! Follow me! Yeah, and then we... Uh, and then she says, not the only one qualified, well, says, and then she takes off after. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing, Farah? Every leader needs a team. 
There we go. So. Okay. And that wraps up the coverage mm-hmm. of the first half of issue 48. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to reach out to us, please hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, please find our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. Uh, if you'd be so kind to write us a review on iTunes, that would be great. And if you'd like to reach out to Mike on Twitter, he manages that, at GetThePower88. If you'd like to sponsor the show, we have a Patreon up, patreon.com slash playingwithpower. Thanks for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power.